Welcome to another edition of Salt and Light Arts. And I'm your host, Joanne Hoy. And today we were here with an amazing artist. I love him so much. And you guys, you're in for a super duper treat. Um, there's not many uh, creative artisans that I really say have embraced their calling. And on a more multi-dimensional level, he is amazing. The amazing, I love this man, Ronnie Roe Robles is in the house with me tonight. And yes. I am loving it. Hey, Roe, you out there? I'm here. All right, here. you out there. Good to hear, <laughs> good to hear. Yes, yes. And so, Salt and Light Arts Podcast, we're here to hopefully encourage um, mostly the youth. If you're listening, mm-hmm. be encouraged that God has a a calling for your life. God has a purpose for your life. And it may not be what you think it is. I know Ronnie and I were just sharing how I thought I was going to fit in some little box, right, and be like everybody else with quotes. And uh, I wasn't. I was different. And so when I realized that God had called me into the ministry of the artist, that I started seeing things differently, and I know Mm -hmm. people around me didn't get it, but it became okay because as long as me and God understood what I was doing, then I was just going to continue to walk on faith. I didn't have all the answers, but God would always pull something together for me, and people (laughs) would be blessed by God. And so I've had the pleasure to not only see um, this amazing visual graphic artist work, if you see anything on me from Facebook and you see all <laughs> the beautiful paintings, it's him. I follow him. He is amazing. But that's not all. He's a spoken word artist. Um, he's going to share some stuff with me, with us. I'm still so excited um, because I really believe that he's going to touch your hearts and your mind of Mm-hmm. where God wants you to go. So, um, Ronnie, could you share a little bit about yourself so that our audience would kind of know who you are? Sure, just not want to go too far. Um, my name is Ronnie Ro- Robles. Um, I'm an artist. I illustrate. I do graphic design. I paint um, prophetically. I paint in pretty much everywhere. <laughs> That's true. Um, where the whole, uh, where you at row came from, like wherever he leads, like wherever you send me, I'll go. Amen. Um, and it became like a surrender. Just like, okay, just tell me where to go and I'll get there. If you get me there, I'll do it. So I, like you said, I don't fit in one particular box, which is hard to market at times, but I don't, I've learned not to care as much anymore because wherever he wants me, he puts me there and it, it's, it's beyond things that I've wanted. Something so yeah, I do a little bit of everything, um, and it's a beautiful life. <laughs> it is, it is. Yeah. Um, I used to host, uh, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna bring it back. It was called um, Wholesome Words Unsung, mm-hmm. and the premise of Wholesome Words Unsung was to provide a platform for mostly again the youth, young adults that wanted to maybe. Maybe it wasn't as polished as you would like it to be, Mm. but you were working on something. And so whether it was poetry or a song or a dance Mm. or some type of part that you would bring your unsung and your unpolished Mm -hmm, work mm -hmm. to Wholesome Words Unsung, and you could practice it there. And um, I've had several people who were blessed. And so one day I was blessed, and Ronnie came to Mm. one of my... Uh, um, events and he started painting and you could see that whatever he was painting it didn't make sense to you at, at first but as you watched you know he was able to prophetically explain what was happening in the event Mm -hmm. and how it was going to touch everyone's lives. And so um, the piece was amazing. It was beautiful. I was trying to figure out how to get my hands on it, but somebody (laughs) beat me to it, as always. And so um, I knew at that point that this was someone that I wanted to stay in contact with because it is rare that you find someone Mm -hmm 
who God has just anointed. And mm-hmm. I believe that you are really anointed in your gifts mm-hmm. and in your talents mm-hmm. and so free and willing to give and to teach others. Absolutely. So um, how did you know that this is what God called you to do? Um, at first, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I did. I think it was just um, I had a lot of other, a lot more plans for myself um, and thinking this was successful. This was this is what a successful life would look like. Um, but everything that God's called me to do, though there's work behind it, it comes easy, and I expected it to be hard. Starting you know. Oh. <laughs> um, so, should I just keep on? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I expected it to be hard because I was um, like a child genius at the time back when I was younger. <laughs> so I was known for doing these great things that were academically amazing. Um, and drawing was, oh, that's cool. You know, oh, drawing's fine. Drawing's something, you know. <laughs> um, fun fact, when I was a child, I would get coloring books and I would write letters to my family members in them. Aww. And I would tear them out and pass them to my parents. Say, hey, pass this to Uncle So-and-so. And they would read it. Like, oh, that's deep. And I didn't know what that meant at the time. Um, I would get writing books and I would draw on them. It just didn't make sense to anyone else, but it made sense to me. Um, I used to get in trouble for drawing during church. <laughs> you know, what are you doing? Oh, I'm taking notes. Yeah. Um, after a while um, of getting in trouble for drawing in church, my mother was like, look, whatever he says, draw that. If you're going to draw, draw what the pastor's talking about. Okay. Really? <laughs> wow. You know? And so that kind of started it off. Um, I got connected with two great mentors. One was an ex-gang member who had tattoos and who would draw in calligraphy and that kind wow. of stuff. The other one was um, a Caucasian gentleman who could paint beautifully, and they both took notes the way I did. And so they, they put me side by side with, with men that were um, believers and, and, and just lived it out. Um, but then when I saw them, you know, one was worked in construction, the other one did tile. And I was like, there's more to this. There, there can be, a, there can be a, a livelihood that's attached to this, you know? And so kind of went for it, you know, <laughs> kind of went for it. And it's been, it's been quite a ride. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, just, Amazing. Yeah. And that's so true. Sometimes, you know, you're doing things, and I know that was true for me. I always loved the theater, always. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I remember mm-hmm. uh, the first time uh, my mother took me to the theater, and I remember, I can see it now, we were looking down, we are like maybe up, maybe on the loge or whatever, but when I could look down, I could see just people moving around on it, and I'm like going, hey. Mm-hmm. So that was when I was supposed to take my dance lessons, and so when I actually got down to the stage, you know, because she wanted mm. me to see what it looked like way mm. up. Then right, right, like, right. whoa, whoa. And now <laughs> I'm down here. I was like, this is such a cool, I yeah. love this. Mm-hmm. And so the theater became my friend. Mm-hmm. And so all through junior high, high school, any opportunity that I got to act mm-hmm. or sing or even could p- pretend I was dancing. <laughs> um, yeah. So those that are listening to you and me, I know they're like, yeah, right, Joanne. <laughs> but um, that's where I got... Um, my passion, but but mm-hmm. I never um, thought about it as a kid that that would be something that God would actually use. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until actually I moved up here to uh, you know Temecula that I got connected, and God really revealed mm-hmm. who, who mm-hmm. Um, and what I was supposed to do. And mm-hmm. then it kind of just took off from there, and. You have done some amazing pieces, but yeah. you, it's true like that, putting the mentors there, having mm-hmm. mentors. I had amazing mentors. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, before well, you, you continue, um, you reminded me of something, too, because when you said the theater, um, our church was actually a concert hall. Wow. We went from a small you know, small little place in Azusa to, uh, yeah, a concert hall in Pomona that was a theater, um, and we transformed the theater into a church. So downstairs uh, dressing rooms became classrooms oh wow and the whole back, back the whole became like a sunday school type area so we renovated the whole place and at that time we were like big in graffiti and big on you know just painting anything we get our hands on uncle you want to paint come on oh you want to come on get the hammer get this paintbrush kind of ladder let's build let's build some stuff so again you saw the men putting things together and and making things beautiful 
for the next generation. So it's kind of like ingrained in our being to do these things. We also put on plays and big productions for the um, for the city. Um, nice. So cool. You want to do some graffiti? Cool. Paint this wall right here for our, for our set. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was like it became second nature to just like whatever you have to do, go do it. Yeah, um, give your give yeah. your gifts and talents mm-hmm. to the Lord. Absolutely. And if Absolutely. you don't know that you're doing that, we'll help you out. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> well, it sounds like we're ready for a break right now. And so we'll see you on the other side. Take care. I am Ronnie Rowe Robles, a Christian creative artisan, and you are listening to the Salt and Light Arts Podcast with Joanne Hoy. I'm back. This is Craig Carlisle, the host of the Raising Men Show, and I'm back. Tuesdays, 2 p.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. Pacific, right here on WKBY 1080 AM and WKBY1080.net. Tune in and we'll have real talk about real life. This is Craig Carlisle, the host of The Raising Men Show, and I'm also an executive producer of the independent feature film, Restored Me. I lost something I didn't do. What type of God is going to watch a man get up on his feet and then kick him right back down and get drugged through the dirt again? It's a powerful, feel-good dramedy that centers around a young man trying to restore his relationship with his young daughter and her mother. Talk to him just like you're talking to me. Where have you been, kid? These people take communion from me. I am their God. This film speaks to restoring your faith and pushes a bold message of positivity and motivation. The cast includes Gary Owen, Bill Duke, Will Young Lee, Matt Gerald, Richard T. Jones, Malik Yovo, Yancey Arias, and both Casper Smart, just to name a few. Restored Me is available on over 100 digital markets, including iTunes, Amazon, and on demand from your local cable provider. Buy it, rent it. Either way, I'm asking you to watch it. It'll bless your life. Hey, we're back. Hey, hey. This is Joanne from Salt and Light Arts Podcast. And today in the studio, we have Ronnie Robles, one of my favorite yes, artisans, yes. creatives, and with a passion. Mm-hmm. So, Ronnie, you know, can you talk a little bit about your calling and what? brought you to this because we talk about you being multifaceted mm-hmm. and have several different uh, <laughs> uh, pieces that God will use you. Could you give us a little bit about that, please? Um, it was birthed out of, I guess, childhood. It wasn't bad necessarily, but um, the arts were my escape. Um, as a little kid playing with G.I. Joe's and the different Hot Wheels and cars or whatnot, um, my my first questions about like God and the universe and earth as itself. Like how does God help us out when we pray da, 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 all that good stuff. Um, I, it was explained to me, well, just like your cars, you know, God controls us. He takes care of us. He moves us around like these, like your cars are the same way you do your GI Joe. I'm like, Oh, he sees us from heaven. Cool. Um, and I had some really traumatic things happen to me as a child because I was smart, <laughs> long story short and destined for more. Um, and when I spoke out about those things, um, People didn't hear me. Um, most of my family are much taller than I am. I was the runt of the letter, so to speak. <laughs> so in my brain, I'm like, oh, I'm too small. They can't hear me. They won't believe me because I'm too small. But I can write this down and God will see it from heaven. I can't explain it with words. But I can draw this picture and God will see it from heaven. Mm. You know what I mean? So it wasn't just documentation necessarily, but mm. I would like I remember vividly climbing up to this wall in my backyard into a tree and, and sitting in the middle of the tree with a little sketchbook and just writing things down and, and putting it towards heaven like, you see this? You Aww. know what I'm saying? So that was like my, um, wow, okay. Yeah, that was my, my safe haven, my, my safe place because, mm-hmm. you know, for all intents purposes, we were in the hood. <laughs> you know, beautiful place to be. Um, and that was my escape. I would climb the tree, sit in the tree and just draw or it's in the tree and just write. Wow. And um, like I said, I was small, I was little, so I was like, well, he'll see me from here, you know? And other times I jump on the roof. Okay, I'm on the roof of my house now. Okay. <laughs> and, um, you know, he'll see, he'll see. Yes, he will. And no matter who listened or didn't listen, um, he'd see, he'd know the truth, and that would give me peace. Um, so I wrote a lot, <laughs> um, fell in love with hip hop, um, and I write a lot. Um, and then I would draw, of course. Um, 
my father was uh, very good at giving directions. And there'd be times where he couldn't explain something necessarily, so he'd write it down or draw a picture. Like, oh, and he would draw me a little diagram. Go. And I would take the diagram and I would go. And then what I didn't know was going on, I would look at his diagram and knew what he meant and figure it out. So, again, these things are ingrained into me. Like, okay, if you can't explain it, draw it. Someone else will get it. And they can look back on it as, mm. as they go. So I think my paintings, and even some of the writings are just like testimonies of that. Like, I'm giving you... Um, a visual reminder of this moment, like this moment, you know, when we're in a worship session or we're in a, even a poetry session, there's these, there's these spiritual awakenings, so to speak, where you're, you're connecting, um, where you weren't able to five minutes ago in the, in the car. Um, and you're, it's this beautiful moment and you're getting it all mm-hmm. in and then you get back in your car and the radio goes on and you forget about it. I'm like, no, no, take, take this with you <laughs> as a reminder that you, that you weren't, you weren't, you didn't, you didn't, you weren't just, it was just a moment. You, you really did hear something from God. You really did hear what you needed to hear. Um, lately I've been giving, rather than writing, I used to write these big prophetic words on the back of paintings and prints and whatnot. Now I'm like, here, here's a marker, write it for yourself, put it on your wall. So when, when you see it on your wall, people come in, that's a nice painting. And you'll go, yeah. But in your mind, like, you'll remember what you wrote. You remember this day. Uh, who was it? Was it Josh one of them when they crossed over and he was like, yes. Hey, yo, put this, put these rocks right here yes. real quick. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. And when they asked me, like, Hey, what's this rocks all about? Why, what, what, what's, wow. what's, what is this? And he's like, Oh, remember this day. Remember, you know, years ago, 10 years ago. So mm-hmm. never to pump myself up, but I believe a lot of my pieces of that where it's like, it's, it's markers. Yeah. So, you know, you get up in the morning, you know, you're not feeling like it's morning. You feel it's it's Monday, but it, it feels like a Monday on a Thursday, and you're like, "Why am I getting up out of bed?" And you see the painting. Not like it's it, by that time to me, it's, it has nothing to do with me anymore. You mean because it's, it's a personal thing between me, you, you, and the, and, and mm-hmm. the painting and the father. So you mm-hmm. see, and you're like, "Oh, there's purpose in what I'm doing today," or, or whatever the painting spoke to you, and you get up and you go, um, "Yeah." So it, it's it's been a thing. So in regards to the multifaceted thing. Um, like I said, you, a lot of people grow, grow up where they're not encouraged. And then there's people that grow up and they're almost overly encouraged. Where like, we're just glad you're not doing drugs. We're just glad you're not a gangbanger. We're just like, so, oh, you want to roller skate? Cool, roller skate. You, you know, like you'll support anything. Right. Um, <laughs> or, you know, a lot of times I was told, just pick one. Just pick something and do it. Great. And I'm like, well, there's so many things I want to do when they all come natural. Why can't I do them all? Well, you know, you don't want, you don't want to... What is the word? Uh, master of none. You don't want to. I'm like, but I can probably do all these things amazing if I just do them. Right. <laughs> you know, and not think about all. Yeah. That. Yeah. So, um, wow, that's funny. But so yeah, so a lot of t- so over the years, I've learned to focus on the finish line. Focus on whatever glimpse it is he wants me to do, and I just go do it. And I try to not lovingly block out, <laughs> lovingly block out any of the concerns of those around me. Now, granted, you take wisdom. Granted, you take advice, and you listen. And, and I believe the Lord will like tune your ear to what you need to hear. Cause sometimes like, Hey, don't do that. Hey, you're not supposed to do it. Um, we're not talking about that part. I'm not trying to like, just forget everybody. Do one, do. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying to just go for your dream and forget everyone that tells you no, because some people that are, that are telling you no, are meant to tell you no, to keep you from going just right, way, 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 way left. Um, I, th- I think that needs to be said because as creatives, we're like, let's just do everything. And no, there's, there's no. some structure. <laughs> yeah. There's it's not, it's not, it's never structure. just an abandonment right. of, of what you know. I went to an amazing art school that I didn't plan to be in. One of the top schools in the country that I got in on accident, for real. Like there was a sign on the, on the wall, there's a sign on the wall and I went and it was like amazing. Um, but I had the choice between I had a choice between two of the top art schools in my area. And one trains you amazingly well, but you came out kind of like a cookie cutter. Amazing place to be. It looked like a car commercial when you went to drive there. When you went to right. drive there, the other place was the middle of downtown LA, and it was crazy and it was wild, and it was like this bundle of color and energy. And I was like, "Yes, I'm going there. I'm going there." And I got there, and it was funny. They, they, what I will say about them in in, in praise, almost to say, um, they taught you the rules. Like this is how it's supposed to be done. This is how it is. Do this well. Do this amazingly well. Okay, now break the rules or build on them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like, just go, go willy nilly. No, it was like, this is how you do it amazing. If you don't do it amazing, we're going to make you do it again tomorrow. Right. <laughs> Why are we doing this at three in the morning? Be amazing by tomorrow morning. They talk, when people ask me, what do you learn in art school? To work fast. <laughs> to be amazing at, at a moment's notice. To work fast. Don't, don't think about it or think about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but go. Like, why are you still here? You're, you're still do tomorrow. And they, it's funny, we had like an art boot camp for the first year. Wow. You did sculpting, you did 
you went to museums and you broke down painting cut by color percentages. Then you went and built something else and painted that painting what you built with a percentage of what the, the painting you researched. It was this crazy wild, like, what am I doing this for? I want, I just want to draw. I just want to paint, you know? And, um, yeah, it was like, it was all for a purpose though, because now at a moment's notice, you can do the amazing, whatever they threw at you. So I've been doing that, okay. <laughs> um, in regards to, that was a break. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> We're going to come back. Um, Ronnie's not even halfway done with what he needs to share with us. So, um, hold on to your seats and we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Salt and Light Arts Podcast with your host, Joanne Hoy. This is Craig, the host of The Craig Carlisle Show, where Christian topics and discussions take on a life of their own. Join the live discussion every Saturday afternoon, 1230 Pacific, 330 Eastern. For show details, follow me on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Craig Carlisle Show. This is Craig Carlisle, the host of The Raising Men Show, and I'm also an executive producer of the independent feature film, Restored Me. I lost everything. For something I didn't do. What type of God is going to watch a man get up on his feet and then kick him right back down and get drugged through the dirt again? It's a powerful, feel-good dramedy that centers around a young man trying to restore his relationship with his young daughter and her mother. Talk to him just like you're talking to me. Where have you been, kid? These people take communion from me. I am their God. This film speaks to restoring your faith and pushes a bold message of positivity and motivation. The cast includes Gary Owen, Bill Duke, Will Young Lee, Matt Gerald, Richard T. Jones, Malik Yovo, Yancey Arias, and both Casper Smart, just to name a few. Restored Me is available on over 100 digital markets including iTunes, Amazon, and on demand from your local cable provider. Buy it. Rent it. Either way, I'm asking you to watch it. It'll bless your life. Hey, we're back. And today we have a great artist, Ronnie Rowe Robles in the studio. And I'm still your host, Joanne Hoy of Salt and Light Arts Podcast. And Ronnie was was talking about his calling and how his calling started off as a child. And mm-hmm. um, not all good information is great information. So if you're creative, it's not just willy-nilly um there is some structure to being a creative as Mm -hmm. god will use you and he will use you in a creatively structured piece if you allow him to absolutely so ronnie could you share some more about your calling definitely um so my mother was a praise dancer amen she studied so she studied it more the worship than the dance the dance came natural so to speak you can can learn a dance move you know five Mm -hmm. four three two one kind of thing um, but she studied the worship part, and then she would groom young women to be worship dancers, praise dancers, and she'd weed some out. You could be pretty, and the pastor's daughter will weed you out if you're not ready to worship. <laughs> so, in the same, that's my mother. So she's talking to me in the same way, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so um, they likened a lot of what I did to like David, being in the fields, being away from everybody, and just spending time with the Father. So mm-hmm. when they when they saw me in the tree, like, oh, okay, cool, that's your David time. That's your time to write to the Father. Now, when David was writing Psalms, he wasn't writing a mixtape, like, oh, check out my Hot 16, check out what I'm writing. Like, They're going to love this one. He was just hanging out with the Father, like, and watching some sheep. It was his private time. It was his daily conversation. And then Amen. as you read the course of David's life, the highs and the lows, it was like, when it was amazing, he was like, hey, Lord, you're with me. When it was horrible, he was like, hey, you're still with me. When he was not, hey, they're coming to kill me, you're still with me. So that's... I'm holding back tears because it's what I feel in myself about where I'm at now. You know Amen. what I mean? My highs and my lows. Like, Lord, you, you've, you've been with me. Amen. And um, when I have some, I've had just just got out of some crazy wild stuff last week. <laughs> and um, throughout the whole year, it was like, you're still God. Like, my faith in you goes nowhere. But if this is amazing, if it works out to my benefit or not, like, you're still there. You're still going, you're going to be on the other, you're going to be there on the other end of this thing. And I'm super grateful that it worked out in my favor. Um but yeah, like it's it's I built I was able to build that relationship, and so yeah, um, it's so necessary, you know, as a creative to have that conversation, to express yourself, to get what's inside out, good, bad, or ugly. Um, and I'm looking forward to the church as a whole to to embrace it, to allow 
people to get what I get, what okay. I got, meaning um, a, not a safe place, but a safe place. You know what I'm saying? An open space that, hey, we know you have stuff inside you to get out. And rather than say, well, let's do this. It's this talent, what you want to do sounds like this. Go do that. No, no. What do you want to do? Okay. Correct. It's not illegal. It's not dangerous. Right. It's creative. Cool. Go do it in the corner and 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 tie find out how that applies to the to the father and the kingdom amen and then let's have a conversation about it because in the earlier years it was like oh you do this cool well go paint my car go paint my house go paint my room like let me put you to work doing things we just need you to do for like my benefit not not the, not not, not, your... not the kid right <laughs> you know um and that's part of paying your dues i guess um but i think now i think we're at a spot where we can say okay how does this benefit you in the long run how does this connect you to the father because if all gifts are given from above okay if you got a gift to do embroidery and you can do it by hand and you're doing these things that i can't do one of let me just marvel at it let me just say hey, that's great let me you know see for what it is okay and so what are you expressing with this art you know what i'm saying and how and how can we help you do it daily amen um so parents of creatives please just give them supplies <laughs> just give them supplies give them, supply. give them a bible, the bible <laughs> and, t- and, and pray like and just t- like, you don't have to understand it you don't have to get it like Thankful I have parents that got it to an degree, to the degree. And then because you've, we've all seen the movie Inside Out by Disney, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so you're, you're two parts of your parents, so to speak. Right. Um, but you're meant to go beyond them. So there's parts that I do now that they're like, what are you doing? You know what? They don't get it. And I, it's, not, it's not a slight to them at all because they're kind of not meant to. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you They've done it, what look, they look, needed no, no, to not, do. Not, it's not even that because that sounds like go sit over there no 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 like you are my foundation i'm building off what you, you know what i'm saying what is it the term uh standing on the shoulders of the giants kind mm-hmm. of thing like this level like level one stops at level one right. you, should, you should be here because you're meant to go here so i'm it's my job and duty to carry the legacy and go higher than you because i'm supposed to like if i just stopped you stopped like we're still stopped <laughs> you know what i'm saying right but if i go higher yeah. and higher and higher then i've made you proud i've done you you put me here so i'm going higher because right. you're because i'm standing on your and shoulders. i'm looking for my next generation to come behind me and go higher than that so yeah you know what i'm saying so as parents please just pray for your children um and encourage them and ask questions and watch the stuff with them you know um get, get involved and if you like i said it, it's it's Easier than you think. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but encourage. Like I said, if they write, give them paper. If they paint, not as start. Our supplies, Michael's, whatever. Like, make it happen. Just just keep them um, stocked and give them some space. And then ask questions. Ask questions. Not like, what are you doing? Tell me about this. How, you know, what were you feeling when this happened? Because, um, yeah, like I said, when you're not creating, um, you get backed up. There's There's, there's a... They call it teenage angst. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a small story about that. I survived a number of car accidents. There was three to be um, specific. Um, three car accidents in my mm-hmm. sophomore year of college. Um, and off of one, I had these excruciating headaches. Um, I won't tell the whole story because it's long, but the story I tell is what's told back to me because I spoke it and I never got most of the details. Um, but I got these headaches on the side of my head where I wasn't able to focus or concentrate. Con- there it goes. <laughs> concentrate. I picked up a stutter as opposed to a part of it. So being a former know-it-all who knew everything and always had an answer and was expected to have an answer, um, that was very embarrassing to me. So I learned to speak faster and not forget what I was saying halfway and try to figure out all these things to not look dumb in public, basically. <laughs> Um, but in that, having all this stuff inside me that I couldn't get out, right. um, I went back to the tree, so to speak. Granted, the tree wasn't there, um, but I would be in my car, or be in my room, or be, you know, on my couch, and I would just write, and I would draw, um, much like my father, when he couldn't explain something, he would just kind of draw a diagram. And so I have, like, still in my closet now, um, well, yeah, boxes and boxes of journals Amen. and pens where... There's not even some of them don't have words. It's just, it's just tears, and I um, outline the tears, you know, or I smudge the ink a certain way, and um, became really in tune with what I was feeling at the time, um, and that was like my visual prayer to God. Like again, like I said, I can't say it, but you, but you know it, you know it, you feel it within me. So let me put that thing feeling within me on the page here now in private. Um, so all that to say, just as David did these things in private, now I'm traveling the world, so to speak. Could um, you share a little bit about traveling? Uh, definitely, the world? definitely. Um, that's because it, it all ties in together. I'm traveling the world, 
and I'm being put in places where um, as much as I'm gifted in speaking, my words mean nothing to these people. But because I was in that room or in that tree putting that 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 smudge of, of tear in some paint and then smudging the tear on a page that transcends or goes beyond language, goes beyond culture, all of the, all that stuff. So quick story. We, we went to Peru um, a couple of years ago and. I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> so we went with translators. Um, I'm going to have to Los Angeles Spanish. So it's, you know, you pick up stuff along the way. But we had translators. But then we went, to, we went to three to four different cities. Then we got on a boat in the middle of the night and went down a river, fell asleep and woke up in heaven. And it was like this, just, it took me about three, four months when we got back to find it on Google Maps where we were. Like, where were we again? Because <laughs> it wasn't on the map. There was no map to get there. Wow. Um, and the first place was like a dream, like kids running to us and loving us and the love of God and arts and music. And it was just beautiful. And, you know, you take the beautiful pictures and all that good stuff like that. And then we leave and we're saying bye. And, the, you know, we're driving away and the kids are, wait, bye, come back. You know, we love you. Da, da, da. You know, it's this beautiful moment. We get on the boat and we go down, I don't know, 10 minutes down the river. <laughs> we get out and it's, again, beautiful fabrics and colors of people and faces. And we're like, hey, everybody, how you doing? How you doing, kids? And the kids were like ice grilling you know um they there was there it was you know um what's over crossed crossed arms and just we, they were trying to hear us and i was like lord what do we do we don't speak the language <laughs> they see our faces and they're like nah bro we don't nah we don't relate <laughs> so i got a broom and i drew a sun and i said sun and my translator said soul and then we were at a spot where our translators had translators <laughs> oh wow! So imagine like four other guys. I'm like son. He's like soul, and then he's da 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 da. So then they like you know they say okay whatever. And then, so I draw a horse, and I'm like you know caballo, you know. And so I'm like I draw a horse, and I'm like horse, and the translator's like caballo, and then the translator you know the three other guys say the word. After a while, there's like a zoo on the floor. There's like all these animals and birds and clouds and all these things. By the by the time I'm I'm gonna say my say my word, they're already saying their word in their language. Oh wow! You know what I'm saying? And over in the corner. I saw a girl that wasn't really paying attention. I'm like, what is she doing over there? And so I kind of peeked over and I drew her face in the sand. And I pointed and they're like, Linda, or whatever her name was. I don't know. Um, and it was like this big old happy moment. And like they're finally, we're all one big happy family. But what I didn't notice was in the corner, Linda had her stick and she was drawing birds in the grass as well. And the dress as well. As well. Um, so yeah, he'll put you in places where like you thought you knew and was like, nah, I got so much more for I you. So much more. Um, and it truly, like I said, when I knew it was, I knew not just in that moment, there's been plenty of moments way beyond that, um, that when it connects to people in a real, real way, then you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know, the minute I stop, I'm no longer making an impact on people's lives for real, for real. Um, cause we can fake the phone all day long, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I you, you can recognize when it's real. Um, those real connections where um, you can't refute it, I'm, I'm going to do that. <laughs> you okay. know, I want to be doing those things until I'm old and gray. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we're, we've left Peru, and I remember when you guys kind of had like a little uh, crowd surfing uh, fundraiser thing, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I was like, what, man? <laughs> and it was beautiful to me because I watched – Almost everybody that was going on this Peru missions trip, mm-hmm. they were all artists. I mean, with mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. gifts and talents. And yeah. it was just a beautiful um, experience. So I was excited for you guys. Mm-hmm. And so then you came exactly. back and <laughs> you shared some of your stories. I was like loving it. But now I hear <laughs> you're on your way to where now? Where are you going? Um, going and out. soon, too. Yeah, like next month. Next month. Next where are you month. going, Ro? Where are um, you at, Ro? Wherever he leaves me. If he sends me, I'm going. We're going to South Korea. Man. So, and it's, it's a five-city tour, so to speak. Um, it's it's a mission trip paired with a concert tour. Okay. So they're two weeks before. I mean, they've been doing work for a good year and a half and out there um smash saint janajan one of the um people that went to peru yes we came back within a month she went out to south korea wow um and she's been there working with the communities out there the local churches and the church and unchurched okay to create more i don't i don't say arts colony that sounds weird but Kind of okay. <laughs> where they're tapping into people's gifts and tapping into people's lives and then sharing 
not just the gospel, but the reality of the love of Christ. Um, and what we found, or what, I, what they discovered along the way that we say so many words out of our mouth these days that they mean different things to different people. Correct. Um, so they were talking about love and they weren't saying the same word. They weren't saying the same thing, even though they're using some of the same words. So right. this newest campaign is um, uh, what is real love. They're redefining what love is for some of these people because as they're getting it, like, oh, I had no idea that was love. <laughs> wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's because deep. Because of the culture. So right. we're redefining love. Even to love. approach that is yeah, deep. So, so, so they're there putting in work. They're going to be putting in work from now until uh, Resurrection Sunday. Oh, wow. So when do so, you guys leave? In um, April? Some folks are there. Already. <laughs> this time the whole team isn't going. There's a whole other team involved. Um, honestly, I counted myself out because I'm not Asian. <laughs> and I have great friends that paint amazingly well, spirit-led, beautiful painters that are of Asian descent. So I was right. like, oh, well, I'm going to pray for y'all and I'll send you some money and maybe I'll come through. And our, it's funny. We have that same group that went to Peru. We gather from time to time. We'll do little worship jam sessions, whatever. Um, and we'll FaceTime Janet in from Korea. And I was doing an event somewhere else like San Diego or something like that. And I'm coming back towards LA and I'm like, Hey, FaceTime in when you guys call Janet and she's there in Pasadena. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, so I drove straight there straight there, and then we go to a Denny's and we're, and one of our friends is talking about wanting to go to use her gift. And she does um, event planning amazingly well, super, ad, super duper admin. And she's kind of, why should I go? I don't know. Da, da, da. I'm like, you need to go, you need to go, you need to go. And so as I'm encouraging her, I feel the Lord say, you know what? Ask about painting. And I was like, Hey, you know, who do you have painting? And they're like, we want you. And I was like, but what about so-and-so? What about so-and-so? No, no, no. They're great, but you like they don't do what you do. Amen. So a quick little time out. If you're an artist or, or a painter or a writer or whatever it is you do and people do what you're doing already, happy for them. But you need to you need to sing your song. Um, one of my best friends is an amazing uh hip hop artist in the Christian world. And he's amazing. He's beautiful, he's skilled at what he does. And there was a splitting at times. So I was like, man, well, that's what he does. He's, he's amazing. No, no, no. Ronnie, go sing your song. Write your poem. Tell your story. Even though there's, that might be the same, it might sound like the same song. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if you, even if you're in that situation where you have a best friend that does what you do, but you mm-hmm, do it differently, like mm-hmm. your responsibility is to sing your song, there write you your poem, paint your picture, write your script. Whatever it is you're supposed to be doing, obedience is better than sacrifice. Because you never really know. Um, who it's intended for mm-hmm. a lot of times, Absolutely. you know, like mm-hmm. we were talking earlier, how people kind of like discount yourself or what mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. doing, but you have no idea. I mm. used to tell the kids that I worked with this, that this is great what you're doing now, mm-hmm. but you are also doing something for that person in the future that doesn't know right now. <laughs> so they yeah. may be sitting out in in the pew or they may be sitting at the audience depending Mm -hmm, on mm -hmm. where we're worshiping or uh, ministering. So you don't know the lives that you're going to be touching. And so you're, you're doing, you're paying it forward actually for someone to get it in. Mm -hmm. Hopefully this, this particular podcast is paying it for it with someone else where if you are an artist, what I love you, Ronnie, you know, you're encouraging those that are listening and giving them really good um, solid, you know, tips and things that they mm-hmm. may need to think about as they aspire to be what God has called them to be. And the mm-hmm. road's not easy. It wasn't mm-hmm. easy for me. <laughs> and I hear it's a little difficult for you too, Ronnie, but mm-hmm. be encouraged that God will take you where oh, yeah. he wants you to go. If you mm-hmm. are an open and willing vessel, like Ronnie was saying, you know, where you at row is really just you know, God's, you know, talking to him saying, we're going over here, we're going over there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. never discount, regardless how little it is, or you may not think it's that big of a deal. <laughs> it is huge to God, and yeah. he will magnify and amplify you in mm-hmm. the times when you least expect it. Mm-hmm. So, No question about that. Yeah. yeah. Anything else you'd like to share? Yeah. I mean, just like, yeah, you said it, just sing Sing your song. Sing don't, your song. And, and I think that's huge. People need to hear that. Mm-hmm. And while you're doing it, um, a term I've picked up over the years is don't spit on my food. There you go. As artists, as creatives, as um, mm-hmm. even tech folks. You know what I'm saying? We, we put our best into something and we're terrified. Um, and my parents and pastors do it terrified. Do it scared. Do it anyway. And 
you'll see God three steps beyond your terror. Mm-hmm. What I didn't share is my senior year of that same college. Um, you have what's called uh, year interviews and you put your work on the wall and then your all of your your classmates as well as the staff and then the art art world's who's who comes and they see your work um and they tell you don't don't spit on my food if you're gonna serve something to me don't tell me you were sick don't tell me your voice hurts don't tell me i tried but really it wasn't trying trying put the work on the table put the work on the wall mm-hmm. put it out there and let god be god let god move because if i if i give it to you i have no idea you need it you know what i'm saying or right. how much you need it so there's some, someone ready to hear your song, see your play, watch your movie, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, interact with your painting, with your sculpture, and they need it. Like they, I, don't, I don't think we get it as creatives, as artists, how much people really, really need it. You know what I mean? Because it's not like, I'm not, um, I don't know, pick a company. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not them. I'm not that. Right. But they, like they need what you have to give, and you have no idea how much it is, how that valuable to them. Mm-hmm. And so here it is. You're giving them the thing that they've been waiting all week for your thing. Not even knowing they're going to meet you. Not even knowing you're going to cross paths. And here you are about to give them what they need. And you're like, oh, yeah, but I, was, you know, I wasn't really trying. Right. And they walk away. Or they, they see it with a stain that they didn't need to see. Right. Um, so you, blount, you downplayed what yeah, you were. Yeah, I mean, right. you, 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 you spit on what God has specifically prepared for them. You know what I'm saying? If you need gluten-free, it's gluten-free for you. Right, let it be gluten-free. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, you know, and all the vegan options. It's all those things that they needed, and then you're like, oh, yeah. Or, or man, I, I struggle with the tattoo. They don't, I just don't show up. Or oh, wow. or I leave a painting in the car. Or I I stop halfway. So people see me painting. Like, you're so fearless. You're so da da I'm like, I'm scared. You talking about? I'm terrified. I'm terrified. I'm from a thousand people, two thousand people, four thousand people. You know what I mean? Like I went to Colorado last last year. I don't know when it was. Um, and they called me like, "Hey, we got this like college thing. We're being like a football stadium type thing. We're gonna pray. You want to paint? We pray." And I was like, "Dude, sounds dope. I'm down. That sounds great. I'm I'm with it." Right. And I get on the plane. I get out there, and it's at the Staples Center. It uh, was, I mean, it wasn't the Staples Center, but it was like not. It was like that kind of arena. I'm like. Right. So where are we going to paint? He's like, in the middle. Well, hold up, hold up, hold up. You said like it's college. You know, I'm thinking a like football field outside somewhere. No, like it's... it's it's Center stage. Center stage, Cirque du Soleil, like production, yeah. dancers, worshipers, music. I'm like, oh. So let's time out. Let's put a pause on that part. When you said um, he'll he'll take you where you want to go and he'll give you, going with the desires of your heart. Um, I've always learned that, that, that scripture to say like, he'll alter your desire. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really want uh, one scoop of strawberry shortcake ice cream on my thing. And he's like, cool, got you. Here's a bowl. Here's a bowl full of all the flavors you ever could imagine and more of everything you like. That's good. That's and more. he'll, good he'll change, he'll alter your desire if you give it to him. Because if you don't, he'll give you, okay, cool, here's your, enjoy your ice cream. Is that fun? Cool. All right, I'm out. Or he'll say, okay, cool. Oh, let me, you want this? Okay. And he'll hook you up basically with everything you've dreamed. I, granted, I love Cirque du Soleil. But I never plan on painting in this in the stadium <laughs> to creation. They're playing, they're playing the scriptures of creation over this big old loudspeaker, and they're showing videos of like creation, you know, water streams, things oh, being creative, beautiful. and these dancers are dancing creation. <laughs> and I'm painting the world. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't plan it. There was no meeting. Hey, we should paint it. No, there was no there was no plan. My second point: um, when I paint, people ask, "What are you gonna paint today?" I'm like, oh. "Not because I don't care. I just don't know." We're going to find out together. Um, I told you, I grew up a know-it-all. I grew up with smart kids. So to not know freaks me out just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. I, I, we, I asked 10 questions before we started this podcast here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so when I'm there, I'm, I'm learning more and more to be free in it. Mm-hmm. And like I told you, my father, immediate obedience. He would say, hey, go do this. And if you were sitting down, when he said, go do this, the last, whatever the last word he was, he said, you needed to be up and moving. In that direction. Yes. And if you didn't know what he was talking about, you're walking towards the thing he told you to do, asking the question. You Don't stop and ask a question. Ask questions while you're going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, in that, when I paint, it's kind of the same thing. He'll, I'll get mm-hmm. a glimpse. And in that, I keep saying my fingers, sorry for the recording, but the minute I get that glimpse of the snap, put the brush in the water and go. Because you'll miss the moment. Um, 
I told of the you, vision. I, I talk, no, well, because people are watching you paint, because they're seeing with, it's in, in real time. Um, what I didn't share was when my mother told me to draw what the pastor was talking about. She was also a Sunday school teacher. So they got me a big old sketch pad, the big ones, <laughs> um, poster board size, and a, and a sharp marker. All right, cool. Come back. Come on. We're going to go teach this class. And she told a story about um, who, the man who was, uh, what's the word? Demon possessed. And, and mm-hmm. you know, who are you? I'm legion. We're man. You blah, blah, blah. And he, mm-hmm. he takes him out the, out the, um, out the man. And he goes to the pigs. And the pigs jump off the cliff. Yes. I remember that story vividly because I drew the picture. <laughs> there you go. So I would be drawing in real time as she told the picture. So that thing happens now on a much grander scale. So the pastor's talking about toast. I'm painting some toast. I was at a conference last week or last month. And he, the guy told a joke about, um, what is it? Uh, throwing a chancla, which is a sandal. <laughs> so in that moment, boom. Like, as he said it, I painted it. So that's a funny joke, right? But if God's trying to get something to somebody, something that means something to somebody, that, that gluten-free food <laughs> that we mentioned earlier, um, as he says it or sings it or whatever, wherever it's at, I got to put that there. So if you're, if you looked away from the speaker and you looked at that painting, you got it twice. You heard it in your ear and you saw it in your eye and it was in that moment. So, if, but if me, the artist, who's just the tool, I'm just in the way, I'm just, I'm just kind of along for the ride. But if I miss that moment, cause I'm scared, I'm nervous. I'm not sure. I have questions. I have tons of questions, but it's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I have to put it down. Because if I don't, I'll miss that moment. And then, like I said, if it's, if it's to music sometimes, like you'll miss the beat. The song will be over. You're still painting this picture that you knew to paint five minutes ago or three, 30 seconds ago. So immediate obedience. Do it exactly Amen. when he tells you to do it. So have courage, have faith, make it happen. <laughs> there you go. That's good yeah. word. That's really good word. I hope so. Wow. I mean, and so hopefully that if you're listening, you know, that you were really, you were encouraged that, there's a process mm-hmm. and that what Ronnie is sharing is that it's years of impact and years of even his parents um, recognizing the talents, even to put you in Sunday school class. <laughs> and so you, you have so much to give and it's always beautiful um, when I see all your different works and mm-hmm. I'm always excited. I'm like, Oh, I haven't seen this one. <laughs> and I want to see this one. or I want to share this. And yeah. so, um, I have my own personal profile and I also have a salt and light arts, um, Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's there to encourage other people so Absolutely. they can see mm-hmm. what God is doing yeah. um, for them. And so, you know, you're a regular on my Salt and Light that's Arts cool. page. So and I love it. And so, if you haven't and you wanted to kind of check out, um, you can go to my Salt and Light Arts Facebook page. And you don't have to scroll far because <laughs> I'm doing something as often as I can. And you'll see beautiful. Um, I want to call them visual sermons that you can look and see that um, it's something different. It calls you out different and Mm -hmm. you can feel what the story is or you can even see the prayer. Mm -hmm. And though it is Mm -hmm. a graphic, you can see that it's anointed by God. And um, I'm just sending, you know, luckily someone took a picture of what Ronnie painted, but even looking at those, you are touched by what God is trying to do. And, you know, um, it's just amazing what the arts can do. And so be encouraged. It may not be a visual arts. It may be spoken word. It may be Mm -hmm. dance. It may be singing. It may be acting. Um, it may be someone who is an amazing uh, sound producer. Mm-hmm. It may be someone like that. But uh, be open to where God is leading you. And don't listen to the naysayers because <laughs> God created the arts. And um, I believe that he gave special um, anointings and gifts and talents. So just work on it until your day comes. And you will know when you're ready to do what God has. So, do we have anything else, Ronnie? Um, okay. I can go all day. <laughs> you can go all day? Okay. Um, we're going to take a break. Can yeah, we yeah. take a break right now? And we'll get back. I know it's a little bit different than our my regular podcast, but hey, that's what creatives do. We just kind of go with the flow. So, we're going to take a break right now, and we'll be back with you in just a moment. Thanks.
I'm back. This is Craig Carlisle, the host of the Raising Men Show, and I'm back. Tuesdays, 2 p.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. Pacific, right here on WKBY 1080 AM and WKBY 1080.net. Tune in and we'll have real talk about real life. This is Craig Carlisle, the host of the Raising Men Show, and I'm also an executive producer of the independent feature film Restored Me. For something I didn't do. What type of God is going to watch a man get up on his feet and then kick him right back down and get drugged through the dirt again? It's a powerful, feel-good dramedy that centers around a young man trying to restore his relationship with his young daughter and her mother. Talk to him just like you're talking to me. Where have you been, kid? These people take communion from me. I am their God. This film speaks to restoring your faith and pushes a bold message of positivity and motivation. The cast includes Gary Owen, Bill Duke, Will Young Lee, Matt Gerald, Richard T. Jones, Malik Yovo, Yancey Arias, and both Casper Smart, just to name a few. Restored Me is available on over 100 digital markets including iTunes, Amazon, and on demand from your local cable provider. Buy it. Rent it. Either way, I'm asking you to watch it. It'll bless your life. I'm a Christian creative artisan. My name is Ronnie Ro- Robles, and I listen to the Salt and Light Arts Podcast. Hey, we're back. Hi, I'm your host, Joanne Hoy, and I am the Salt and Light Arts Podcast host for you. And today we have Ronnie Robles in the studio, and he shared such a plethora of information um, about his youth and how he got started. And again, the basis of the podcast is hopefully to encourage those who may not even know you're an artist. I know you've heard me. If you've been listening to the podcast, there's a period in time I didn't even know I was an artist. (laughs) So to finally connect you with that and to let you know that there is a place for you in God's uh, temple and in his calling and everyone's different, but um, you do have a place. And so um, we've been talking about Ronnie being multifaceted. He's Mm. the painter. He's (laughs) the visual artist. He's the graphics person. Mm. Um, But he's also spoken words. So I've asked Ronnie if he would like drop some rhyme for (laughs) my show. So I don't know if you're ready, Ronnie, but I'm ready. Are you ready? (laughs) Yeah, well, that's sure. Yeah. Um, How do I say this? Um, There's I don't know. Fun fact. What I would like everyone to do this evening, um, go to your local 99 cent store, grab a stack of paper, grab a pen, a pack of pens and um, a clipboard and put that clipboard under your pillow. Sounds crazy, I know, but do it anyway. Um, And as you lay your head to rest, rather than scrolling through your phone, do that for five minutes. Okay, it's normal. Put your phone down and then pray. But as you're praying, put the pencil to the paper and if you're writing words about your prayer, like, okay, I said this particular thing, so I'm writing this person's name or this particular thought, mm. draw a picture at the same time. Like, put those things unspoken, unspoken onto the paper as well. And then tuck that. And once you, you know, once you start to fall asleep, let's get a pencil because you'll get ink stains. I speak from experience. <laughs> <laughs> All these pillows with ink markers on them. Um, but yeah, use a pencil and just, just draw it out and then put it under your bed and go to rest. Um, What's that verse? Have you done? My mother bring it up all the time. When you've done all you can do, just, all you can do, then stand. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that. Like I would have all this crazy anxiety in my younger years, and she's like, "Well, write, okay, write it out. Write your prayer out. Write your list out." And then once you've written all out, you've done all you can. You've given it to God. Okay, now stand, aka rest, go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of those poems came from that. And um, yeah, let's share some stuff. Let's, okay. I don't know what we're gonna say here, but <laughs> I'm just trying to think which one would be most appropriate. Um, hmm. Okay. <sighs> yeah, this is appropriate. Um, it's hard for us all. I mean, we all go through it. It's hard for us all. <laughs> really, we all go through it. It's hard for us all. We all go through it. But how we respond is our soul music. It's 
it's our soul music. It's hard. <laughs> See, man. <laughs> See, man, I've been strong. And over the years, I've learned to become confident. And living this whole lifestyle of godliness, but sometimes, just, just sometimes, <laughs> I look at some of the stuff that comes along with it and I contemplate no longer wanting it. You see, they love to talk the talk, but they rarely take the time to walk in it. I mean, I never wanted to be a stereotypical man or a stereotypical Mexican, so why would I want to be a stereotypical Christian? I mean, they love to talk the talk, but they rarely take the time to walk in it. <sighs> but my mother and my father said, son, to whom much is given, much is required. And so therefore, I have become a multifaceted, multitasker. And you can ask them, anyone who sat down and actually taken the chance to get to know me, they know this. But sometimes in my weaker moments, I get frustrated, I get angry. The weight of the world begins to stack up on my shoulders and I can't. And I can't focus. See, I wasn't built that way. See, I, 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 I got I can't remember. Sorry. <laughs> I was, uh, just chop it up. Okay, hold on. I can't focus. Oh, okay, that's it. Okay, so just punch me in, bro. <laughs> um, and I can't focus. You see, I can't help but feel the pain that most folks see and try to deny it, as if they have chosen not to notice. That's not it. Hold on, give me a second. Sorry, it's been a while. Um, yeah. I can't post it. I'm trying to notice. <laughs> yeah. They love to talk to the top of the village. They have to walk in it. Do a much that's so funny, sorry. Because <sighs> it's exactly what we did say, too. That's the real part about it all. Um, see, I can't help but feel the pain that most folks are try to deny as they see it, notice, and idly walk by as if they have silently chosen not to notice. But I wasn't built that way. I keep it in that same line. Give me a second. Sorry. I was hesitant about sharing it, but then, like, as it came out of my mouth, I'm like, oh, that's the one. It's a little long. See? Yeah. Because um, it kind of wraps up the whole what we've been talking about. Uh, yeah, there you go. It's always like the one line, too much. There you go. It's <laughs> all good. So easy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that one little, there you go. Just cheat. Yeah. Read it. Well, no, no. I'm just. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, no, I have to. I have to feel it. But I needed to know because when you when I memorize poems, I do it like like piece by piece uh-huh. and feeling by feeling. So that I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. There you go. But yeah, and there was a time. There was a time where um, I'd go to perform these pieces, knowing what, I, and he would like stop. Okay, go to this piece up here. And he would like to, he would like DJ me in and out of uh, different pieces to make sure people got what they needed for that particular. Amen. And it was like okay, like so you have to be ready and just be just be willing, and yeah. So okay, <laughs> run it back. So why would I want to be a stereotypical Christian? I mean, they love to talk the talk, but they rarely take the time to walk in it. So sometimes I contemplate no longer wanting it. But my mother and father said, son, to whom much is given, much is required. And so therefore, I've become a multifaceted multitasker. And you can ask them, anyone who's actually taken the chance to get to know me, they know this. But sometimes in my weaker moments, I get frustrated, I get angry. And the weight of the world upon my shoulder begins to add up and I can't focus. 
You see, I can't help but feel the pains that most folks try to pass by as if they've chosen not to notice. But I look at them and I can see the tension within their wires, somewhere between the wires and the size of those that have been pulled and stretched on by the devices of this life. And their heartfelt cries and groans become the heart. Sorry. It's hard for us all. I mean, we all go through it. It's hard for us all. This is our soul music. It's hard. Awesome. <laughs> See, man, I've been strong. And over the years, I've learned to become confident. And living this whole lifestyle of godliness. But sometimes, I mean, just sometimes, I, I look at some of the stuff that comes along with it. I mean, these fools love to talk to talk, but they rarely take the time to walk in it. I mean, I never wanted to be a stereotypical Mexican or a stereotypical man for that matter. So why would I want to be a stereotypical Christian? <laughs> I mean, they love to talk the talk, but they really take the time to walk in it. But my mother and my father said, son, to whom much is given, much is required. And so therefore, I have become a multifaceted, multitasker. And you can ask them, anyone who's actually taken the chance to get to know me, they know this. But sometimes, in my weaker moments, I get frustrated, I get angry. The weight of the world begins to add up on my shoulders like I just can't focus. You see, I just can't help but feel the pain that most folks try to pass by as if they have chosen not to notice. But I look at them and I can see the tension in their wires, somewhere between the wires and the size of those that have been pulled and stretched upon by the devices of this life. And their heartfelt cries and groans compose some of the most soulful notes of the hopeless. But that's become the background music that I learned to pray and speak over. I, I, I sing a new song to Jehovah. And I, and I see their statuses on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and all of that. And I, and I take notes. And all of these things tug upon my heartstrings. People want to help me with a piece, man. This is a slice of my day. Sometimes I feel like that one old lady from that old school commercial about, Calgon, could you please take me away? Because some days it feels like... Too many windows open on my already almost frozen computer screen. These, these scenes from my past, they gather up like picket signs. They gather up in protest like picket signs, all trying to remind me that it's hard. And the harvest is plenty. And the labor is a few. I don't have much, but I'll give it to you. Lord, Ugh. I'll go. I'll go. Not my will, but yes, Lord, your will. I will. Just give me the words, Father, I'll speak them. Put the people in front of me, and Lord, I'll teach them, but please, behind the scenes, help me to be a better student, prudent, studying to show myself approved and focused upon you and exactly what you have me to do today. You see, because without you, Father, it's worthless. Left to my wrong choices, I'd be confused, discouraged, lonely, and voiceless, but you provide your word to help these hurts to make it all worth it. So regardless of all this pain under the surface, Father, please help me to use this pain and suffering now as the fuel to burn out all of the enemy's emptying energy out of me. Help me to speak, I'll say it. Help me to obey, even on those days where it's easier to walk away and stray, but I'll, I'll stay. But oh, Lord, as I'm looking ahead, I can see some of the stuff that I'm up against. I mean, they really don't want to hear it, Lord, but you give me the utterance in order to give it to others. <laughs> you see, we may not have the same skin tone or zip code, but they're my family, my sisters and my brothers, and I truly consider it a privilege to give it to them. Yeah, yeah, even with all this pressure and even with all this stress and even with all this weight, but <sighs> wait. As you ask me to, Father, I'll wait upon you for the renewal of my strength. They just don't get it. <laughs> they be like, bro, man, he's cool. You, you know, he, he's got a big heart. <laughs> no, I, I got a big God. 
And honestly, I'm scared. I mean, I dare not do anything outside of your will. So, Lord, you give me the instructions. Let them be installed and instilled. And on the craziest of, craziest of days of my flesh, I may attempt to contest your will. Help me to be still and know that you are God, still fully in control. You take control of my soul. Help to heal all these inner wounds at the roots and make me whole. Make me over. Make me better. Make me clean and pristine, ready for show. <laughs> Not for these shows, but more like a daily game of show and tell. And whoever and wherever you send me to, allow me to tell them well. Please, Lord, I'm yours. Some of these things so cling to me. Or maybe I cling to them. Please keep me focused. Open my hands, open my heart, open my mouth, and I'll go. Hey. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. And that was my guest for this evening, Mr. Ronnie Robles, who's going to be taking off soon to do some arts missionary work um, in yeah. South Korea. So, mm-hmm. Ronnie, I want to thank you for coming on to the oh, show today. My pleasure. And, uh, um, of course, we probably have to have you come back after you come back from South Korea so Absolutely. we can share mm-hmm. um, what God has done and mm-hmm. um, how he's touched the lives of people because I still really believe um, that art is a language that can, we can share the gospel of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. in ways that a lot of pulpit ministers just totally miss. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think the arts is kind of like a sneak attack and, uh, <laughs> um, you know, yeah. just another way to just reach someone for them to understand. So I want to say thank you and we will be signing off. So thank you so much for listening to my podcast. This is your host, Joanne Hoy from Salt and Light Arts Podcast. And we'll see you next time. All right. Peace.